Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Supreme Court takes up affirmative action. This case could have a dramatic effect. The battle for Congress. Republicans lead in 228 seats, enough for party control. Agony in South Korea's capital. I told the crowd, you can't come this way. People are dying. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The U.S. Supreme Court hears arguments today in two college cases that could end affirmative action as we know it at public and private schools all over the country. Here's CBS's Jan Crawford. Jacob James is head of the College Republicans at the University of North Carolina. Everybody should get a fair shot, and affirmative action says that no, some people will be advantaged and other people will be disadvantaged based on the color of their skin. Julia Clark is president of the Black Student Movement. I don't think there is ever a time where we won't need affirmative action or we won't need to talk about race. Those arguments go to the heart of the two cases challenging affirmative action. The court has scaled back affirmative action over the years, but it has allowed a limited consideration of race to promote diversity. But the newly conservative court could now decide that any consideration of race at all is illegal discrimination. Civil rights lawyer Damon Hewitt is representing the university. America is stronger when we actually fully embrace our diversity. Many students who oppose affirmative action, like Calvin Yang, support diversity. Yang is also backing the lawsuit against Harvard. If you're economically disadvantaged, you should get a boost. Rather than just arbitrarily looking at the ethnicity, the last name, the skin color of a particular applicant. The suspect in the attack that injured House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband is expected to be formally charged today. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti says the counts against David DePappi include attempted murder. A source tells CBS News Pelosi remained conscious and able to talk before undergoing surgery to correct a depressed skull fracture. Late yesterday, the San Francisco DA confirmed the attack was targeted. Mr. DePap was in fact looking for Miss Pelosi. There were only two people in the home at the time that the police arrived, Mr. Pelosi and the suspect. Sources have told CBS News DePappe said, where is Nancy? The latest CBS News Battleground Tracker poll indicates Republicans are poised to win a majority in the House of Representatives after Election Day a week from tomorrow. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe is on the campaign trail. Eight in ten likely voters think things in the country are out of control. And Republicans are winning those who say that by more than 20 points, signaling the GOP is poised to take control of Congress. Get off your couch and... Both parties spent the weekend deploying big names. In Georgia, Michigan, or Wisconsin, former President Barack Obama strongly attacked Republicans, like Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson. He should not be your senator from Wisconsin. Republicans are relying on newer, rising stars. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, up for re-election himself, appears so confident that he campaigned over the weekend for GOP candidate Lee Zeldin, who's running for New York governor. This will be the 21st century version of the shot heard around the world. From Ukraine, there's word of heavy Russian strikes on key infrastructure in the capital, Kiev, and other cities. It's affected water and power supplies in some areas, and Moscow says it's pulled out of a deal to allow safe passage of ships carrying grain out of Ukraine. 
Asia correspondent Elizabeth Palmer has the latest on the aftermath of the crowd crush in Seoul, South Korea, that left more than 150 dead, including at least two Americans. Koreans today were paying their respects and still trying to observe the scale of this tragedy. Thousands of mostly young people finally freed from COVID restrictions flooded into the narrow streets of Seoul's nightlife district. Janelle's story was in the crowd. There was panic coming towards us, shouts of fear, but also confusion. Most of the victims were in their 20s, including two American students, Anne Gieske from the University of Kentucky and Stephen Blessy from Georgia's Kennesaw State. A former president of Brazil has been elected again by a narrow margin, the leftist candidate Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. Today we are telling the world that Brazil is back, that Brazil is too big to be relegated to this sad role of pariah of the world. President Jair Bolsonaro has not conceded, and before the election his campaign made unproven claims of possible electoral manipulation. Military teams are part of the search effort after a suspension bridge collapsed into a river in western India. More than 130 people were killed. At least 177 survivors were pulled from the river. Others are missing. They were on the 19th century bridge to celebrate a Hindu festival. The U.S. and U.N. have condemned two weekend car bomb attacks in Somalia's capital. At least 100 people were killed, hundreds of others injured. New York City's agreed to pay $26 million. New York State will pay $10 million to settle lawsuits filed on behalf of two men who were exonerated for the 1965 assassination of Malcolm X. Attorney David Shainis represented Khalil Islam and Muhammad Aziz. Muhammad got out in 1985, but it wasn't until 2021 that he had his name cleared. Khalil Islam got out in 1987. But he died in 2009, many years before he was exonerated. This week, we'll tackle the issues that are important to voters in the midterm elections. CBS's Jill Schlesinger looks at inflation. Last year, Fed Chair Jerome Powell believed that pandemic supply chain bottlenecks were the cause of surging prices. These one-time increases in prices are likely to have only transient effects on inflation. But prices stayed high, forcing the Fed to begin the most aggressive rate hike campaign in 40 years. To economists like Mohammed El Aryan, the Fed blew it not once, but twice. Mischaracterizing inflation as transitory. By that, they meant it is temporary, it's reversible, don't worry about it. That was mistake number one. And then mistake number two, when they finally recognized that inflation was persistent and high, They didn't act. The double whammy of inflation and rising interest rates has weighed on consumers. A recent CBS News poll shows the economy and inflation as the most important issue for likely voters. In New York, I'm CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Tonight's Powerball jackpot weighs in at $1 billion. It's the fifth largest lottery prize in U.S. history. There's a product recall that could affect some Costco shoppers. Costco is recalling 148,000 Foster Farms frozen breaded chicken breast patties after consumer complaints of hard, clear plastic embedded in them. They have best buy dates of August 11th, 2023. It's unclear which stores received the recalled bags, but they were sent to Costco distribution centers in California, Washington, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. The USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service says there have been no confirmed reports of injuries. Deborah Rodriguez, 
CBS News. The White House is bringing together three dozen countries, the European Union and private sector companies for a two-day summit today that looks at how best to combat ransomware. The second international counter-ransomware summit will focus on priorities such as ensuring systems are more resilient to better withstand attacks and disrupt bad actors planning them. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 